Radio. Catholic Radio Online. I, uh, one of the privileges I think we all have is meeting very good people. Just at the launch of the Social Justice Statement, the Australian Bishop Social Justice Statement for uh, this year, 2014-2015, in the crypt of St Mary's Cathedral. And uh, actually the, the theme of it is all on sport. I'm not sure whether when they decide to do that, the Australian bishops 18 months ago, they probably didn't realise where our world was going to be at this point of time so many new challenges, but, I, but when the country is obsessed by sport, I suppose uh, it's a very good thing. But one of the things you do find as you move around to find good people, very good people. You learn so much to see people imbued in in-depth in spirituality. As I look at many of the challenges that face our church, particularly the Western church, uh, you know, I often say, where have things gone wrong. I'm sure you say that to yourself as well. And uh, I suppose since I'm an old pastor, I think maybe we've let our parish life, our community life, get a little bit shallow. Maybe we've got, we've, we've moved away and become too corporatized in many ways. But uh, then I've started to realise in more recent times there's, there's something else I think we haven't put enough resource into as the spirituality of our priests and our people in many, many ways. A lot of piety, but spirituality is quite different. And I had an old friend, I had many old friends, thanks be to God, like four here, I've known for a long time, my days here in Mossman Parish. But there's one, one man who had a big impact on my life. I think I was been lucky on the journey, I think we're all lucky on the journey, the people who come into our lives. I spent in one parish 15 years parish of Our Lady of Fatima at Kingsgrove and, uh, and the, the, uh, during my time there the parish priest retired at any rate so I became the parish priest but he stayed on as the pastor emeritus he used to call himself the curate again as an Irishman but he was one of these people who had, had a very interest he, he left Ireland at the end of the Second World War came here to Australia uh, went to Japan for 12 years worked in Japan and then he back here again, moved around the parishes. He, he, he went from being very involved in things like the Legion of Mary to the charismatic movement. Then he got very caught up in social justice, got caught up in that whole Matthew Fox business, surfing the gospel, all that. But a wonderful pastor, but also really had a mission of evangelization, evangelizing through the sacraments, through the whole sacramental life of the church. But he's a holy man. Very holy, enjoyed life, went for a swim every day. Never missed going for a swim every day. Summer, winter, made no difference. He was 94 when he died. As he was going to the Lord, I had the wonderful privilege of being with him. And it was like this thing, something, I presume he came eyeball to eyeball with the Lord. He said, Terry, it's all about Jesus and it's all about love. I'll never forget it. He said it to me three times. By the time he got to the fourth time, he was unable to say it in English. He'd lost his ability to speak English. He had a beautiful grasp of the English language. He went back to his native Irish. He said to me in Gaelic, 
the very same thing in Irish. Jesus and love go hand in hand together. Now, our reading that the Stoics are set down for the day, that one on which you hear at weddings, you hear it so many about the greatest gift is love. And probably love is the most overused word in the English language. But you know what? I pray that all of us have grasped what love is all about. And it's very challenging because Jesus and love do go hand in hand together. One of the things I think I've learned from that man, but I've learned from many others, and I think I particularly picked up from Pope Francis, and I have no doubt that Robert Bellamy, whose first day is this day, is the same. I think what they do is, as far as it's humanly possible, they say, try and see Jesus in every sister and every brother who comes their way. It's pretty challenging. I think that on, you know, on, an, on a human level, it's almost impossible, but nothing's impossible for God. But I think also to be able to grasp and do that, we have to be imbued, imbued, I should be the word, in good, solid spiritual grounding. Whether it, and that spirituality must be totally centred on Jesus. Very possible, very doable, because you know, every day you see people who are imbued in it. Every day. And I think more than ever, our world needs that. I think our country needs that. More than ever. And I think that's the tool to evangelisation. But you must have that. Isn't it funny? I always see Jesus more than ever as that, as that as the Son of God who came from Nazareth, who was a carpenter, mind you, and a poor man. Grass, that's who we follow. And that's the Jesus we follow, and hand in hand with that goes love as well. I'm sure if most of you at this day, or maybe if you're asked to choose a motto for yourselves, I'd be very surprised that you wouldn't put the word love in it somewhere. Most of us do. And that's, that's when you know you, your spirituality, you might recognise that your spirituality has reached the point where it needs to be. And I pray that none of us ever recognise it because that will become very dangerous, I'd say. That's, that's the challenge, it's in our brokenness. We don't recognise it. But I pray for all of us as disciples of Jesus that we are imbued in that spirituality of love. There's no greater gift that can be given to a human person. And it's offered to each one of us. We're very, very blessed. I don't think any of us, you know, when we meet the Lord, we're all going to meet the Lord. It will be pretty hard to find an excuse. Even though we've got all got our challenges in so many different ways. I think it's going to be very hard for any of us who have heard about Jesus and encountered Jesus to find an excuse. We're so very, very blessed.